0: That jingle, Farl? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought we'd uh, give it a bit longer that time, um, just to get us into the mood. I agree. I mean, uh, the feedback I've had is actually that's the best part of the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> and who am I to argue with that? Well, welcome back. This is the uh, podcast, Alan Falls Norwich City Football Club. We meet again, where we talk about or look at the history between Norwich City and our next opponents. Uh, it's myself Alan Kemp and Norwich City Football Club super fan, Phil Tolhurst. Yeah, how have you been since we last spoke?
1: Uh, not much to report. Very hot. I must no admit. holidays. We've had forty degrees basically down in Norfolk. I don't know what it's like in Brazil. Is that the same? Um, sort of yeah, a little was? bit cooler
0: there. Yeah, again, not not too much to report since we did the um, end of season review. I guess good point to gauge your Norwich. Levels of enthusiasm and your morale, I think for both of us, it, it sort of hit rock bottom levels and we were concerned about the upcoming season and whether we were going to be able to get up for it. Yeah. Are you up for it, Phil?
1: Well, I am. Uh, on hey. a, a, a number of points. Uh, I'll, I'll briefly just give a shout out to the the England ladies who are storming the Euros, and I've thoroughly enjoyed watching them. We're just chatting about them before we came on air, so to speak. That's it. Yeah. And uh, the fantastic 4-0 win over Sweden last night. So that's obviously, uh, you know, relit my footballing fire a little bit. I will say, when you get a you know, the fixture list out, it it starts becoming a reality again. And you think, you know what, I'm up for this.
0: Are you up for it as much as you have been in previous seasons? Would you say, or is that a bit hard to gauge?
1: Well, I was talking to my, my very dear friend Graham yesterday, who lives over in America. We're talking about the new season, what the predictions for? And, you know, kind of the great thing about the championship is you just don't know, do you? I yeah. mean, obviously the expectations are for us to be near the top. And if we're not near the top, I think the fans will very quickly turn against uh, our beloved club. But actually, you just don't know. with champ- the Premier League, the predictions would be to be very close to the bottom, which obviously turns out to be true. But we could win the league by distance. We could finish 18th. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Almost in a way, is that a bit of an attraction for you in terms of your enthusiasm going into this new season?
1: One hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, no, I,
0: I agree. I mean, it's difficult to know whether I'm as up for this as I have been in previous seasons. Probably still a little bit flat, I guess. But will that change once things kick off?
1: There is a couple of things. So obviously, there's talk of investment coming into Norwich now, isn't there?
0: Yeah. Is that stalled, or have you heard any more of that? Uh, no,
1: so basically, I watched the interview with which I think was only yesterday that was out actually on the the Norwich City official webpage. Yeah, and it was I think it was the the, the, the commercial director gave a very good half hour, twenty minute interview where he touched on that. Basically, Michael Folger is selling yeah. his shares, and that's where the the investment is coming from. So that's all going forward with plans to expand Cairo, The City Stand is is the prime one. So yeah. Um, Yeah, going forward it looks like investment will be coming in, it's not going to be an immediate
0: thing and um, the club seem to be progressing in the right direction, certainly off the pitch. The new signings, I mean at this point of recording, I think we've just had two come in through the door. Have Mm -hmm. they they helped uh, with the uh, upturn in morale?
1: Yeah, probably. I think whenever you have a Brazilian rock up on your doorstep, there's always... I mean, I'll went to, I'll compare this to when I went to America to see actually my aforementioned friend Graham um, back in about 2004. Now, I'm not a great football player. I never, I never pretended to be a great football player. I love playing the sport. I played my school team. That was about it. But we played uh, on his wedding day in 2004. We played a game of football. Uh, they love it over there in New York. All Graham and his mates did. And just by the sheer virtue that I was English and my mate Lawrence were English, they, they already assumed that we are some sort of footballing gods.
0: Oh dear! Which so they yeah they were going to get significantly let down, were they? Well,
1: they were. When, when it turned out that you know my skill set was a little bit more, I don't know, Dean Windass than it was, yeah. you know, Matt Letizier. I think this is the same thing, obviously. We've got these preconceived ideas of a a Brazilian coming in, so it's certainly lifted morale, but I would actually, uh, this is a slight slight tangent and a controversial point of think like this, I've always found Brazil as a national team on the whole to be a bit of a myth. I mean, they're always successful and win things, yeah. but are they as brilliant as everyone always Um, makes them out to be?
0: I think they once were, but I think the rest of the world's caught them up in terms of flair and uh, attacking... Ability and technique and yeah. tricks. Yeah, there might have been a point where they did stand out. And I think I remember watching them in the early 80s. And I yeah, think
1: two was the one, wasn't it? Yeah. We really it.
0: They were very noticeable from what we'd seen. Yeah. Um, certainly in Europe. Now, I don't... I, yeah, I think it's it's a bit of a myth now. I think, yeah, there's that element of perception. And I think that's probably... It's quite tough, isn't it, for... Was it Sarah? So yeah that, I think Sarah, will Sarah. he's already got that on his added pressure on his shoulders and yeah. that expectations are slightly higher purely because of where he comes from yes uh, exactly. and you can't help that as a fan can you
1: no and you know I can relate to him about that about that kick around <laughs> New York the pressure I had on me it makes a difference to your performance but yeah. in, in seriously that is going to be an issue for him to deal with um, and hopefully he can live up to it obviously the last South American we had was um, uh, worked out rather nicely so.
0: yes yeah, yeah of course What about Hayden? You know what?
1: Weirdly, I've never paid too much attention to him. All I'd say on his signing is that he seems to be exactly the player we need in the midfield there. Yeah. And the Newcastle fans were unbelievably complimentary. Yeah,
0: they they liked him, didn't they?
1: Yeah, and even to an extent sort of disappointed to see him go, which bearing in mind the sort of financial situation and bowing power that Newcastle find themselves in now. I think that actually does say a lot actually, yeah uh, about how good he is. So
0: and tried and tested as well, is not he?
1: Absolutely. So hopefully, those two will make a difference. Obviously, both midfield. I think we both agree that's where we most need to bolster yeah. our team. Particularly as last time in the Premier League, uh, sorry, Championship, we had Skip and Windir in there. Yeah. Um. Also, probably worthwhile mentioning, we've got a couple of players who didn't feature last season, uh, Hernandez and Hugo, for example, and yeah. Cantwell. Um. All seem to be in the first team plans this year. So, yeah. Do you think they're going to make a difference?
0: I do. Yeah. Yeah, I think if they're all up and running and certainly with Campwell, I think that's like a new signing. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, I think uh, there's certainly positives. At at this point in recording, we haven't lost anyone. This uh, Aeron's is always rumoured to be moving, but...
1: Well, Pierre-Liz Malou
0: has gone, hasn't he? Yes. Oh, actually, apologies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... I'm surprised he slipped from my mind.
1: Yeah, oh. Well, <laughs> it was sort one of unforge-
0: yeah. forgettable. I,
1: actually, I didn't think he was actually. I thought of all our signings, he was probably one of the better ones last year. Yeah,
0: that's not so much. I well, like, no,
1: exactly. In that, he didn't really do too much wrong, but it yeah. certainly didn't set the world on fire. Uh, I thought he'd have bossed the championship. I must admit, but but who knows? Who knows? Yeah.
0: So we're back in the championship for uh, familiar territory, isn't it? This yeah. is. Series three. Oh, well, we've yep. even got six episodes. Love it. Compared to the uh the previous two series, which uh, you know, had sort of twenty plus episodes going through the, the you know, the course of half a season. Yeah. Uh is it gonna be uh lower quantity, higher quality? Is that the way it's gonna work out?
1: Well that's what we're aiming for. That's what we're <laughs> aiming
0: for. That's I the target.
1: Low quantity and low quality is the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Well, plus obviously maybe a cup run as well. I mean, obviously, I don't know, has a League Cup draw been made yet? Yeah, I
0: think we got Birmingham. Oh, okay, so we've done them.
1: So, fine. (laughs) Uh, That's quite boring. I was hoping we get someone a bit more, um, well, someone we haven't done, basically. Obviously, FA Cup always, I think. It does, Yeah. Uh, the The World Cup's not helping out either, as that we can't be really doing an Iran episode. No, so. we were
0: talking about it, and in England <laughs> yeah. we meet again, didn't but we? But it
1: turns out we've never <laughs> met Iran ever <laughs> in any competition, ever. So, all friendly, so that's yeah. quite a short episode. So yeah. yeah,
0: mini-series, hopefully,
1: um, and I possibly a cup run. Looking yes. forward to
0: it. Yeah, no, well it's good, it's a bonus six episodes. It's initially, I thought it'd be one or two, and then these uh, other clubs I suddenly spotted coming out of the yeah. woodwork and... Yeah, we've got the, uh, the Gang of Six. Uh, I mean, Series 2, we kicked off with Liverpool and Man City. Series 3, we're going to be kicking off with Wigan and Hull. So similar. Similar. But we we're, we're not football and snobs, are we? Phil? <laughs> absolutely not. And, you know, yeah, um every club has a story, doesn't it?
1: Absolutely. And why well, you know, you know me. I'm I'm a fan of the uh traditional grounds. i see we did uh Charlton away last year and that was yeah.
0: might uh, it uh, scored very high on my list. So. Scored very high on the downloads as well. So maybe our our core fan base yeah also enjoys the uh you know the less glamorous clubs. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that's that's my theory, anyway. Um, so, yeah, series, uh, series 3, Episode 1. So, I've already given you a, a clue. It's either Wigan or Hull. I'm going to extend the clues so they're, they're well-known. Do you like a pie, Phil? I do. I absolutely <laughs> love a pie. But... <laughs> okay. Tick, do you like an FA Cup winner?
1: Oh. oh, I love an FA Cup winner.
0: Tick, do you like rugby league?
1: Uh, not so much <laughs> I'm a rugby rugby union Yes rugby league No
0: Okay Well They're, they're actually A lot more famous For their rugby league they're, I guess they're The Man United Of, of rugby league
1: I mean is he, is he just Narrowing it down Between the two <laughs> It is
0: Yeah I was thinking that The, the only one Of the, all those clues Was FA Cup winner Yeah i have never won the cup Is that
1: Winner stroke <laughs> Chairman
0: <laughs> So what do, what do you mean
1: Chairman it, Wasn't it Dave Whelan? Or oh. He went on to become a chairman and he broke his leg in the final, didn't he? He did. And literally told every single human ever, every time <laughs> I have Dave Whelan, broke my leg in the FA Cup final.
0: You would as well, though, if you played in the FA Cup oh, final. Me, yeah, absolutely. You, you, you'd be keeping that, carry that an, story going, wouldn't
1: you? Yeah, I, I mean, I'd carry around an iPad with the video downloaded on <laughs> it, like, the FA Cup final?
0: Yes. Well, you're right. Yeah, Dave Whelan. And... Um, also, they were actually a Premier League club for eight consecutive seasons when yeah. I did my research. That's mm-hmm. that's quite significant. But like we say, you're never uh, consolidate a consolidated Premier League club because it'll get you one day, won't it?
1: It will. Do. And also, I think it's fair to say that they're a Premier League club playing good football as well. They they yeah. weren't. They weren't. With all due respect to Stoke, they weren't a lump <laughs> it up and uh, they, they they their brand of winning was taking on the big boys at their own game.
0: Yeah, yeah and they had. Um, was it Martinez sort there? Yeah, Martinez. Yeah, they were quite good at finding these sort of hidden gems, weren't they, from around the world? Yeah, um, bringing them in, and yeah, like you said, really good good sides. So, yeah, are you are you up for half an hour with Wigan chat? Huh?
1: Cannot wait, mate. Cannot. I've done Wigan away. So have you? Haven't you?
0: Yeah, well, I was going s- to. I was going to start. You know, instead of um, our normal traditional route of last meetings, why don't we just? both kick off with when we went to Wigan. Yeah. And I'll let you go first. Oh. So I went to Wigan under Chris Hewton, Um In the squad or as a fan? As both,
1: actually, yeah. They are a bit <laughs> short on forwards at the time. Uh, no, I, I went... And I can't remember if it was the season we went down or not. I'm pretty sure it was, actually. Uh, we lost 1-0. I think it was Kone scored, who was one of these sort of talented gems which Wigan uncovered from somewhere and he, he was a very good player, actually. I, I must admit, it was a good day out, actually, Wigan. I, I enjoyed it. The, the club was very welcoming. stadium's very nice, actually. Yeah. Uh, the bar which the away fans went to was built into the stadium where we had a um a delicious pie actually <laughs> that uh, it was just described as a meat pie did this
0: sounds like it's comparable to Tottenham away
1: yeah it was it was a good it was a good way to it went with james and my sister and Ali. so hi what, guys what um, made you go uh just we like to always try and get to an away game each season yeah. If possible, and, and that, was, and
0: that jumped out of the uh, was, fixture list, didn't it? I mean, funny enough,
1: <laughs> t- tickets weren't, weren't, <laughs> <laughs> weren't rushing out the door for that one, especially how Norwich played. It was a typical Chris Houghton game. We actually played all right, but we never looked like we were going to score.
0: I cannot recall anything about
1: this game. Yeah, yeah. it was unremarkable. Uh, like I said, we lost 1 0. It was.
0: Uh, Whereabouts of the season was it?
1: Um, it would have been, I think it might have been around my sister's birthday, so it would have been March time. It would have been one of those games with earmarks that we needed to win and (laughs) didn't, obviously. Never looked like scoring, didn't look particularly adventurous. Yeah. It was a a game which wouldn't have got particularly high up on the match that they, you know.
0: Yeah, safe bet it was lost, would you say?
1: Yeah, Yeah. you'd have to stay up late for that one.
0: Oh, wow. Um, Well, my one was a bit more high adrenaline, I guess. Yeah. High entertainment. I went to the actually the last meeting, so 14th of April 2019. Yep, five games left in the running. Yeah, of Daniel Farkas' um, first championship-winner season. Uh, Sunday lunchtime kickoff. Sky had uh, nailed this one as being a, a, a you know a big game. Uh, five thousand fans created a yellow wall behind yeah. the goal. Uh, most of them were in the Weatherspoons beforehand <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> in town. <laughs> I think it's the only place open on a Sunday morning where you could get a, a pint with your breakfast. Yeah. Um I was in the Wigan End actually. Um I do that sometimes so you know it's a bit easier to get a ticket and
1: So I think there was like I think we took something like five thousand fans and it was sold out. It was yeah. B- because of our position in the league at the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean a big, big game, big game feel to it. and Yeah. I think we were struggling, but they uh, they made it really tough for us. It was the first game when uh, of Emmy's suspension, and I remember Cantwell came in to replace him and got a bit of stick. You know, Cantwell's always had that uneasy relationship with Norwich fans, hasn't he? And yeah, I mean, he, I do remember at the time thinking, he, you know, it's not his fault. He's sort of coming for Emmy Bandera, and he wasn't doing bad. He wasn't doing great, I guess. That was the
1: yeah, I, mem- I remember it. Um, did you it. Did you see it? Yeah, I watched it on Sky. I remember the game pretty well, actually. I remember that one more than the one I actually went to, <laughs> Funny enough. Um, but it was exactly that. And I think Todd Cantwell even took to Instagram or Twitter to kind of address the stick he got for mm. the game. And uh, he basically said he was told to do a job for the team. Yeah. He did a job for the team. And like you say, it's not his fault he wasn't Emmy Bundier. Yeah. I mean, this was in Todd Cantwell's based in his breakthrough season it was it? yeah um, and he'd missed quite a bit of time through injury and I think before it's one of those things which up until Christmas Bundier hadn't really it was doing fine but not set the world on fire yeah. whereas Todd Cantwell I remember him playing about Forest and everyone talking about how brilliant he was he got injured for a while and I think sort of lost his place to Bundir he then started clicking through the gears yeah and basically came back in for this game due to the suspension.
0: But the, the team itself didn't play badly. But again, we weren't the free-flowing football that we'd been used to. Yeah. I think this was a um, a classic, you're away up north. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to dig in. They, um, I don't know if you remember, they got what I thought was a bit of a ridiculous penalty. It was one of those where Godfrey sort of came out to charge down a shot. And he came out and he was quite low. And I think the ball Definitely on the replay Clipped his thigh And went up to his hand And that's I'm sure that's not A penalty by the letter Of the law
1: So I've, Yeah you're right I think that was One of the rules which was, which was changed At the end of that season So I think it was like Basically They, they said well, Next season That wouldn't be a penalty Like it, it, The deflection onto the arm Was end yeah. of the wire. You can't really give a penalty For that um, I do remember it as Reese James has scored it, wasn't it? On uh, yeah, the Chelsea. It was. Yeah. So I remember watching the game and I thought Reese James looked the cut above everyone on the pitch, actually. I thought he looked yeah. brilliant that game. And yeah, I think Pookie equalised, didn't he? Yeah, he classic
0: goal, uh, goal. I'm not sure who played it through, but. Pretty P- sure it was McLean. But yeah, Pookie made the run off the, you know, the shoulder of the defender and slotted it in. And at the end of the day, it turned out to be a valuable draw because Wigan then went to Allen Rhodes the following week of beat Leeds... Yep. ...to really, you know, really open up the title race. And, yeah, put those two results in the, on the table and you would be more than happy with that, wouldn't you? Uh,
1: yeah, this is absolutely... Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. I always think uh, any away point is a, is a decent one. You, if you're unbeaten away from home in any league, that's not bad and, going. And
0: this is... We, we talked about the beauty of the championship. This sums it up because they were, they were near the bottom. But it, it was so competitive and they... They should have won it, actually. I think I remember Krull pulling off a, a bit of a wonder save. And I can't remember who their striker was. He's, he's sort of been around at quite a few clubs. I don't know if it's Leon Clark or someone like that. I think yeah. he missed a, like a one-on-one or something. And yeah. That's right, yeah. You're quite right. I can't remember the striker. But it was someone who... He was a classic... Name of the championship. Yeah,
1: when it sort of appears the whole time. Yeah. And uh, you're quite right. Kroll made a very good one-on-one save. I do remember that. Um And that gave us the point. So you, you'd take that, wouldn't you? Yeah.
0: And um, here's a challenge for you. Can you remember the home game of that campaign? It came, obviously, pre-Christmas. I'm, I'm not sure exactly when. Oh, man. No, I can't, actually. We won it 1-0. That- and it was noticeable because we scored a penalty in that game. And oh, you-
1: that's right. And was that...
0: Mario.
1: Um, It was Mario Vranches. Yes, I can remember it. Yeah, Mario Vranches scored it as 1-0. It was in that run of 1-0 results. Yeah. And that was when every single player in the whole team... We're just going around the team trying to find a penalty taker. And that was our only successful penalty that season,
0: wasn't it? It was. That's the stat. The only one conferred to that was six.
1: I mean, that is incredible. (laughs) For a team that won the league, and at at the end of it won it at a canter, really. Yeah. uh, Like, how many teams scored... The percentage rate of penalty conversion rates is like... You know, fifteen percent, whatever it is, I
0: and yeah, won the league. I guess the question is, and I don't obviously don't know the stat, but did we still win all those games where we missed? Apparently, in in then in that case, it becomes irrelevant.
1: No, uh, we certainly didn't win all of them because one of them was against Preston, where Stephen missed it. Yeah, so we, I think we, I'm pretty sure we lost that. Oh, we did lose that we one actually. Yeah. Um we definitely. So we definitely didn't win all of them. Um, and also another one was against um, West Brom, which we lost at home as well.
0: Oh, OK. So, yeah. So, it knocked those six in, it could have made an even bigger
1: Yeah, exactly. Difference.
0: So, do you remember Mario's penalty against Wigan?
1: I do remember him taking it, and I think it was a good quality penalty. But I assume he went on to miss a penalty after that, which is why he was yeah. in, removed from <laughs> penalty duties.
0: Yeah. Oh, Mario, he's he's cropped up early doors in oh. Series 3, hasn't he? I still miss him. I still yeah. miss him. Well, pal, I've got a surprise for you. He plays Wigan now? Mario. Oh I Mario. <laughs> oh, no, nah, it's just your dad. Oh yeah, At the back. Um Right, so Wigan, going back in time, we only played them fifteen times. Okay. Um oh, more
1: than I thought actually, to be fair.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. It's because they were they only came into the Football League, I think, in the mid to late seventies. Yeah. So real latecomers. Before that they were non league. Uh, non-league. uh I'm gonna Put a scenario to, you and you've got to guess the outcome, foul. So, FA Cup fourth round, 1986 87. We're flying high in Division 1. Okay, and we draw mid table third division Wigan out of the hat. And it was our only trip to their old ground, Springfield Road. We took a full strength side up there, and we'd beaten Liverpool, Arsenal, Manchester United, and Spurs that season. So, surely that's there's only one outcome, isn't there? Well, Surely. I mean,
1: and, I, and I guess it's defeat given the build up <laughs> this, this doesn't feel like a
0: story which ends well yeah they beat us 1-0 so what's, what's that all about
1: yeah well that's football for you isn't <laughs> it if that was chat manager I'd rage quit and reload the game
0: did you know that that was our only defeat in 17 games and we were in division 1
1: well it's if a cup isn't it right? it was just <laughs> what we do
0: do you want to get even more frustrated yeah have we talked about <laughs> missed opportunities all the time? So Wigan went on to play Hull. I don't know which league they were in, but they certainly weren't in Division One. And then I don't know who who won that game, but the winners of that played Leeds. Yeah, Wigan Hull Leeds.
1: Yeah, you'd fancy your chances against Wigan and Hull, wouldn't you? To Leeds always a well, bit. But... Yeah,
0: but Leeds were. Division 2 as well. Yeah. So there's no there's no top flight teams there.
1: Yeah, that's a... I mean, that's another sliding doors moment, isn't it? <laughs> now, of which we seem to specialise in. Yeah. How many doors have we been sliding in for? Yeah, exactly. We need to choose the other door.
0: I've got it down here, actually. 1978, they were elected from the uh, northern... PL off put I don't know if that's Northern Premier League Is that still
1: um, So they still Elected then Were they, or they Yeah like...
0: yeah, they were So I don't know How they managed to um, It's normally It was a closed shop hmm. But yeah They got in somehow it Took them a while To get going So our first league meeting Was 2003 2004 Okay And we got a 1-1 In the championship Up at the JJB stadium yeah. And in the home game, I remember seeing that on Sky, it was 9th of April 2004, and we were both actually pushing for promotion, and it was on Sky, and we beat them 2-0, so Matty Svensson, we talked about him, we... Mattias Svensson, sorry, not Matty, and, well, I think uh, it's Matty for sure. Doris Huckabee, Doris. sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Darren Huckabee, I think I remember it's that
1: actually, I do, I think, there's think... it one where Svensson sort of... Curled it in.
0: I can't remember the goals. I remember more the occasions. I think they were in the playoffs. Yeah. And we were obviously top or, you know, going for the championship. And I, I did have a look. Their side had uh, Leighton Beans. Do you remember him? I do, yeah. Yeah, the old uh, Everton defender. Yeah.
1: That, oh, that's right. I forgot he came from... I forgot he came from Wigan. Yeah, Leighton Beans. Uh, uh, Jimmy Bullard. <laughs> Jimmy I was Bullard. Talking. I do remember him, yeah. <laughs> Unforgettable. <laughs> and
0: Jason Jarrett.
1: Oh, so... <laughs> That obviously, so was that before we had
0: him? Or was it yeah, yes, yes. Do you know when he signed for us?
1: Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's when we came back down from the Premier League, wasn't it? Or was, yeah. So that right. effectively two seasons later.
0: Yeah, spot on felt. And he played 11 games for us, apparently, of course. Yeah, he was, pretty, he was one of his. I remember, he, like, excited yeah. when he came in? Uh, sorry, were you excited when he
1: when he came in? Yeah, based on his pre-season performance. I mean, there's a lot of talk at the moment. Obviously, we've just finished a pre-season schedule, and there's a lot of talk at the moment about how well we're doing. Fans sort of throwing themselves off, you know, the cliffs or whatever, due to the results, and or get you know predicting 100 goals, 100 points. Yeah, it's. Jason Jarrett is a prime example of why he just can't take any notice of pre-season. Like,
0: oh, you remember, he had a good pre-season, did he?
1: Yeah, he was great. He was demanding the ball. I mean, it was against Deerham, or Lowestoft, to be <laughs> yeah. fair. So, you know, but yeah. he would look like the, the real deal.
0: And, was, and, it, and he got pedigree at, at Wigan as well.
1: I guess so. I <laughs> can't remember knowing too much about him. I, I, if I'm honest with you, I can't remember thinking he... Was a big signing But obviously he would have been a fairly significant signing Given yeah. where Wigan were And where you know our ambitions would be To get back into the, champ- uh, the Premier League After our des- demise but, um, So
0: imagine We signed him in 2005-06 I'm not sure when they went up But they must have been around that time When they got promoted
1: Yeah, I, I would I would have said so So I'm pretty sure Leighton Baines played in the Premier League With Wigan, didn't yeah. he, before he went up? Oh, yeah, I okay. think they all
0: did actually
1: uh, okay. So maybe it may have been we swap places with them. Possibly. Yeah,
0: poss- possibly. Yeah, that could be right. Although that doesn't say much for Jason Jarrett if he left an, <laughs> a newly promoted side. It, it's always, I always feel for players in that position who get their side promoted to the top flight and then they're back well, playing in the Championship.
1: I, it's a little bit like that because you've got to feel there's a situation like that in Norwich actually, touching on the players who are on loan last season. Maybe not camp, I think, but Hernandez and Hugel. I mean, basically, we've kind of said to them, implicitly, like, you're not good enough for the Premier League, Yeah. but can you he help get us there and we'll ship you out again? Yeah. Does that affect your mentality, your motivation? I guess they're professional sports people and it shouldn't affect them. And, it, you know, and I guess they'll say it doesn't. But,
0: but I guess if they, if they have a good enough season... I mean, Hernandez, I do feel sorry for him. He, he has had a chance in the Premier League, but thinking of Hugo, if he comes in with 20 goals next season, and that takes the um, debate off the table, doesn't it? He'll, you that, you'd think it... It'd... He'd get his chance then, wouldn't
1: you? Well, you'd, you'd have thought Maybe this goes back to what Dad was saying uh, or before we came on air about the about the two minute front. Maybe we
0: yeah. can get you. He was going. he was hanging around trying to get onto the. He was trying to get
1: podcast, He he does listen. Well, I say he listens. <laughs> he he listens to it when I'm replaying it in the office. Um, so hi Dad, but um, yeah, maybe so. Maybe that would, if we found a formula. To be fair, we did actually in the Smith last season. Try and get Ida up front with Puky, and obviously yeah. Ida being a big man, a big more target man. We didn't have a bit of success on under that, but I'm not sure we're going to. I think we might revert back to more possession based style of football this year, yeah, based on the football director uh, model. And but if that's the case, and maybe you have got Hugo and Ida fighting it out for that sort of big man spot yeah. inside, Pukie. and
0: then it's who scores basically. That's what it boils down to, isn't it? It's and a like, striker. Well, like you say, if he if nets 20 goals this season... He'll be in the Premier
1: League. Is very hard to leave out all of a sudden, isn't he? Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Talking of the Premier League, so we actually played Wigan on the opening day of the 2011-2012 uh, season, so Paul Lambert's yes. team. Yes, really um, well. Our first Premier League game after six, I put in brackets, often dismal seasons. Yeah. So, yeah, that one, a lot of excitement. An anticipation around that when we travelled up to to Wigan, and I think was it one one? It was uh, super Wes. Super scored. Wes scored. Was it Penway? Yeah. Was it um, no? It wasn't a Pen. I think it was one. I think it was close range. I'm not sure if it's one of those where a keeper sort of parried the shot and it fell to him six yards out.
1: Yeah, so
0: bagged it in or something like that. I was just thinking, in a way, point that kind of sets the tone for the season in a way, doesn't it?
1: And that's the way we carried on the season. We actually, were very good. And like you say, Wigan obviously didn't go down that season. In fact, I remember the home game, which is either that season or the season afterwards, but I'm pretty sure it was that season under Paul Lambert that they came to us and were, was one of those games where we were, we were never in any relegation danger that year. Yeah. But that was maybe one of those home games where we kind of got a bit of a warning that, you know, it's not actually... I remember them, there was quite a big, powerful side of Wigan, but yeah. also very talented as well. They played... They're not, I'm not saying they're... I'm not trying to compare them to, like, say, Stoke again. And uh, Stop and, picking on Stoke. Yeah, sorry, Stoke. <laughs> but they were a very talented team, but they were... I remember them just bullying us, really, and I'm pretty sure it was that season.
0: Yeah. Okay. Going back to the Championship. So, uh, yeah, I've got 14th of March, 2015. Okay. And I've put Wigan's first and only win at Carrow Road. They only won 1-0 that day, but they really turned the form book on its head. This was Alex Neil's golden opening start.
1: Right, OK. Um,
0: and just after beating Ipswich, in fact, we'd got six consecutive wins. Yeah. And it was actually the only loss in 16 games. Yeah. So this was a home banker, if ever there was one, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I, I remember the game well. And it was actually, it was a very good goal they scored as well, actually. It was one of those games, we played Ipswich on a Sunday... Yeah. And that was the Bradley Johnson thunderbolt. Yeah, wasn't Yes, love that goal, don't we? And they're still possibly my favourite Norwich goal, not for any other reason, it's just absolutely, you know you just want to see someone thump it, Yeah, and he just smacked, he, oh, we've been there before, it was absolutely amazing. Although we've never done an Ipswich podcast, have we yet? Yeah? No, great. we, we haven't. haven't. actually met them for a while, anyway, let's not fate with that one. Yeah, I remember that one well, Um, because that was when we had Lewis Graven, and yes. he was up front for us, and got injured against Ipswich, and... <laughs> There's a bit of revisionism, obviously, about the way he left Norwich, and Norwich fans haven't got the best opinion of grabbing. He was actually very important for us up to that point. I, rem- I remember him going off injured, and everyone was like, oh, well, actually, that's a bit of a kick in the teeth game, obviously, a couple of days later, maybe a little bit light on personal as a result. Everyone was thinking it was a bit of a... Home banker, yeah. but it was after the Lord Mayor showed so to speak, yeah. whatever the phrase goes. Yeah, we lost one nil. Did
0: we play poorly and they played well, or?
1: I personally wouldn't have said that they were brilliant or you we were poor. I think it was just a little bit flat. That would be my overall. You know, obviously we had big performances and big characters against Itwitch, although we were a much better side than they were. Uh so I do just feel that maybe it was a bit flat is yeah. I describe it that's how, that's what how I remember it um but they they scored their chance well they can go I think it was is like a, a volley at the near post or something as as I remember
0: uh, do you remember who was the Wigan manager that day
1: No no idea Mulkey. Oh, really? And I,
0: I didn't realise this until I did did a little bit of research, yeah. i would yeah. forgotten he had a spell up there.
1: Yeah, it's passed me by even now for most of <laughs> you. One of those things, I think they set the store up to defend, got the point. It's sort of reminiscent of maybe Reading at Home when yeah. we came up under Farker, that actually they probably didn't read the script, as yes. the phrase goes.
0: Yes, excellent. So, yeah, final thoughts, really. Um, Paul Cook was the Wigan manager when we last met them at that 1-1 draw that I went to, up at the JJB, uh, he also played for them in that 1987 Cup shock, and he later signed for us. But this is one of those classics where it never worked out. Uh, big name signing comes in, hardly plays, yeah. moved him on to Wolves, made 180k, um, the right. whole deal, so, yeah. you know, everyone's happy, aren't they? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's open the case, isn't it? I mean... Yeah, I mean, obviously, Weber's been getting a lot of stick about his recruiting in the Premier League, but actually, it's very hard to guarantee. I mean, I'm not, I'm not actually specifically standing up for him here, but it is. It just shows how hard. If you listen to our history of transfers, it's just very hard to get it yeah, right, isn't it? I mean,
0: I, one that sticks to, uh, to me is on the Derby episode where our record signing, uh, Paul Blades, yeah. came in and just didn't work out. And
1: sometimes yeah. it happens. Played a
0: handful of games, moved on. Paul Cook was a, another example. So yeah, you know, even back then, you know, you get some you get right, some you get wrong, don't you? Well,
1: oh, with, with Zoles has gone as well. Actually, talking about players leaving, he's, he's gone on loan, hasn't he? I don't know if he's been oh, finalized okay. yet. Actually, yes, he's gone on loan for a season. So here's another one that kind of I, it's forgettable. In that he didn't really play for us last season, um, but he has teamed up with um, uh, Ricky Van Woenswinkel. Funny enough, really, and, which has already come up on this oh, podcast. Right. There, which is ironic, They'll actually. be having a right
0: whinge about Norwich in the uh, in the dressing room together,
1: haven't they? Well, <laughs> one person pointed out on Twitter that both players can reminisce how about how a penalty ruined their Norwich career. <laughs> obviously, with um, Zolis the penalty against Liverpool, which he decided to take and miss against yeah. team instructions, and obviously. Van Wolfswinkel he obviously um, had the penalty taken away from him against Villa didn't he by Snodgrass which is then also yeah. missed
0: and um, so finally where do you stand on Wigan and the Premier League they got a lot of grief didn't they that why you've clubs like Wigan in here they've got low gates Yeah, they're not fashionable and
1: and I know there's a certain very famous Norwich fan stroke presenter who particularly had it into Wigan I mean my opinion is that it's not but the well, they got their own
0: merit didn't they yeah
1: I mean if, if your players win it I mean, yeah. it's one of those things about. There's another reason why I think that the the big club argument only has so much merit, um, and that sort of thing. I remember, like, no one would have pretended for one minute that Wigan's a bigger team than Leeds, but you know, Wigan well, they are there on merit, and it yeah. doesn't matter. It's one of those things about you know poor support, but the the fans which are there week in week out are not. Yeah, you know, and that's, they,
0: that's they just a good uh, point. That's that's what gets lost, isn't it? You yeah, know, those season ticket holders and those fans that travel away. You know, why should they not? allowed uh, uh, the Premier League experience
1: and Wigan fans have done their time haven't they yeah
0: yeah of course like,
1: they've been up and down leagues. It's <laughs> the leagues same with like say Swansea <laughs> fans for example he, oh, and, and we'll come on to Hull fans they've done their time in the league and they've been
0: they? to um, they've been to Wembley seen their team win the FA Cup
1: well alright let's just leave that one leave <laughs> out. <laughs> But you know, respect is due for that one. I yeah. know like, I like Wigan. it's not a proper footballing town in that obviously it's a bit it's like rugby, isn't a, it? their rugby league yeah. town. But you know, the fans who turn out week in, week out, they deserve it. I've got absolutely I've got nothing against Wigan, fair play to them. Brilliant. Austin, all the best, except against Norris.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. And on that so I think we're gonna bin off the old school predictions because are we? Yeah, I don't know if it's worth it with just six.
1: No. Are we not gonna do I'm just gonna have predictions for fun anyway? Not oh, for okay. the score in it.
0: Yeah, go on then. You've, oh. you've taught
1: me around, Phil. A, are we at home or away?
0: We must be at home.
1: Oh, we're yeah. going to go. Ooh, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm thinking we're going to start slowly, actually. I'm not sure how close. I actually know what. I've got no idea how close this is to start. <laughs> You're quite right. This is a total waste of time. I'm going to go 2 nil Norwich.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. <I'll... laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna match that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just match everyone's score, <laughs> just so we can wrap up Wigan. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, on that note, I'll catch you catch you soon for Hull. Oh, we'll see you very shortly. Bye bye. Bye.